vacation time. Everybody ready? Yep. Suitcases packed? Yep. Hiking shoes, swimsuit, bear mace? Yep. Did we water all the plants, make arrangements for the mail, and get the pets to the kennel? Yep, yep, and yep, yep. Reservations for the hotel? What? I thought you were doing that. Need help planning where to stay for vacation? Welcome to Episode 5 of the RMAP Podcast here on the Rocky Mountain Channel. My name is Brett, and I'm your host. Well, it's that time of year again when everyone's making vacation plans. Today we're going to give you lots of helpful tips, hints, and straight-out advice on where to stay and how to book your reservations for staying in Estes Park. One of the many things that makes Rocky Mountain National Park and Estes so special is the variety of options you have when planning your trip. Although the range of activities in and around Estes is sure to keep you out and about, where you put your feet up in between can be very important. You can choose from hotels and motels, cabins and cottages, lodges and inns, vacation homes and condos, and even bed and breakfasts. The wide selection ensures you find your perfect spot while the National Park has certain restrictions on bringing in pets, Estes Park in general is a very pet-friendly place, so be sure to ask about bringing your four-legged companion. So what's your pleasure? When booking your vacation lodging, the first thing you need to do is decide what type of experience you're looking for and where it is you'd like to stay. When amenities are important, then a hotel or motel may be your perfect accommodation. You may choose from historic properties like the world-famous Stanley Hotel or familiar chains or boutique stays found throughout the country. Some are near downtown, close to shopping, dining, and the Riverwalk. Others are nestled at the edge of Rocky Mountain National Park, giving quick and easy access to all there is to see and experience there. And don't forget the YMCA of the Rockies, which, by the way, is the largest Y in the nation. It's an awesome place to stay in itself. In fact, you could probably spend your entire summer there and never run out of things to do. Perhaps you've got your heart set on staying in a cabin in the woods or a cozy cottage by the river. There are many places in Estes, especially along Fall River, that offer hot tubs and fishing right outside your cabin door, all within a couple minutes' drive from the Fall River entrance of Rocky Mountain National Park. If you're thinking wood beams, stone fireplaces, and vast views, you won't be disappointed. Many area lodges and inns reflect a Rocky Mountain aesthetic that's hard to resist, offering exactly what you would expect to find in a mountain setting as quaint and majestic as a haven like Estes. Perhaps you're being budget conscious and would rather spend your money on things other than lodging. Estes has that, too. There are a variety of affordable places you can stay, all offering comfortable, cozy lodging and still close to downtown in the National Park without draining your wallet. However, if you need your own space, want to cook your own meals, or are interested in a long-term stay, then consider a vacation home or condo. They range in size, price, and location depending on what you're looking for. You can start by going to vrbo.com. Whatever you're looking for, Remember, in Estes, options for a secluded stay include everything from rustic and primitive to luxurious and well-appointed. So do your homework up front and ensure a relaxing stay where the only surprises are good ones like having an elk or moose visit your back porch at no additional cost. 
With so many options available, you might be asking, how does one go about finding or booking your stay? Brooke Burnham, former marketing and communications director at Visit Estes Park, gives us some good pointers for planning your trip and booking your lodging in Estes. I've been at Estes Park this time for four years, but um, have lived here on and off as an adult and had the luxury of vacationing out here um, while I was growing up. So originally from the Midwest, but happy to have my two boys out here raising them in the mountains and sharing the love that I have grown um, for Estes Park and Rocky Mountain National Park. Estes Park is the base camp for Rocky Mountain National Park. We're located here on the east side of the park, right at the entrance. So unlike a lot of the large national parks here in the west, our town is right at the entrance to the park itself. There's almost seamless from Estes Park into Rocky. So you know if you're staying in any lodging facility or campground within the Estes Park area, you're only minutes away from Rocky Mountain National Park, which is really great for people, especially families that want to have that sort of home base um, and have some of the amenities that you wouldn't have maybe in a, a campsite, especially a, a rugged campsite, yeah. um, you know, but still have that regular access and easy access to the national park. How many different places are there to stay here? Lots of options. Um, over 4,000 units here in Estes Park area, and that spans from campsites, um, modern campsites, RV sites, to condos, vacation homes, cabins, as well as your um, regular hotel type or motel type lodging facility. Mid-June to mid-August is the peak of our season mm -hmm. with July being literally that peak. Right. So if you're looking to travel in that time frame, you should be looking at making a reservation now, um, if not, you know, a little bit earlier, but there's, I'm sure there's still lodging available out there. Right. So, you know, depending on how picky you are and, and what specific amenities you're looking for, that type, you know, the earlier the better as far as having your choice, yeah. but I'm sure there's still options out there for the summer yet. And, uh, you know, as we kind of get into spring or fall and winter, you know, reservations are not made as far out in advance and there's usually availability. The National Park Service is celebrating its centennial anniversary and that is causing a lot of buzz and a lot of people are very excited to be part of that celebration and just being reminded of how great our national parks are. So we are seeing a little bit of an uptick in demand this year coming off of our national park centennial in 2015. So we had a lot of great buzz and a lot of guests last year, 4.1 million to the national park. So that, you know, we get excited about that, but it does mean that, you know, reservations are being made a little bit further in advance mm -hmm. and, you know, you're going to just need to maybe bring your patients if you're coming in the middle of July, understand that you might want a reservation for dinner or show up a little bit earlier to put your name on the list, yeah. that type of thing. But we're excited to welcome all of those people to Estes Park and really join in the celebration with our guests. That's awesome. And now for an Estes Park fun fact. Did you know that Estes Park is named after a Kentuckian named Joel Estes? Joel was a cattle rancher, hunter, gold seeker, and explorer. But most of all, he was a family man. He and his wife, Patsy, raised 13 children. In the fall of 1859, as the mountains were mantled with the red and gold of the Aspen, Joel and his son Milton set out on a hunting expedition in northern Colorado. Following the trail of a bear, they came out on a high vista and looked down into a beautiful valley, which became the home of the Estes family in the summer of 1860. 
On his attempt to climb Long's Peak, editor of the Rocky Mountain News, William Byers, stayed with the Estes family. In his later article for the paper, he wrote that the Estes family was so kind to him, and he called the place Estes Park. And now, back to our regularly scheduled program. Chipmunks rule. Ground squirrels drool. <laughs> VisitEstesPark.com does have a booking engine and you can search for lodging by amenity, you can sort by price, all of that type of thing. But if you prefer talking with someone on the phone, um, you can give our visitor center a call and they can help you through that process as well. You know, and sometimes it is with 4,000 units, you know, it's maybe challenging to kind of whittle that down to what you want. And so using that amenity search or talking with someone on the phone, they can help you get through that process and figure out where do I want to be, you know, what type of lodging do I want? Do I want a cabin? Do I want a condo? Do I want a hotel that's going to have a full service restaurant and that type of thing? So yeah. lots of options and we've got, you know, kind of something for everyone and a variety of price points as well. So you can see all of that, you know, on the website if you want to be independent. Uh, general ballpark range, what is, you know, okay for what could I expect to spend per night or per week here? Uh, low end, high end? Sure. I mean, peak season, you know, it might be tough to find a hotel room for less than $100. Um, you know, a lot of things are going to be in that 150 and up range. And it just kind of depends, you know, again, on what type of amenities, if you want a basic hotel or motel type room, or if you want something more extravagant. But we do have that all the way up to luxury. Um, and the nice thing is we do have some of those larger units. So rather than needing two hotel rooms, you know, a family of four can get a two-bedroom condo or a couple families or a couple generations traveling together. There's a lot of options from those cabin units to a condo or a vacation home. So, yeah. you know, really helps, I think, a lot of families and are traveling together, whether, like I said, that's multiple generations or friends or cousins and that type of thing getting together. Um, you know, you can kind of all be in one space, but still have those private bedrooms to retreat to, which is right. kind of a nice luxury of sort of the changing lodging um, landscape. Yeah. What do we have opportunity-wise for some, like a group or a, a conference uh, type setting, a, a business bringing in there? Sure. Team? I mean, there are lots of options and meeting spaces and conference centers. A lot of the condo facilities or hotels will have, you know, meeting groups or meeting rooms or gathering rooms, um, whether that's a small family reunion or a wedding party or, you know, a corporate retreat or that type of thing. Everything from large conferences to those smaller groups can be accommodated here. The YMCA of the Rockies is one of the largest YMCA here in, in the U.S. And they have great reunion facilities that have lots of bedrooms, you know, large cooking areas, large living areas that, you know, many families can get together for those reunions and, and join together in one larger building. If you get to the point where there's not that availability or you want to have maybe a little bit quieter time here in Essex Park, the spring coming earlier, May, June, early June, before the school, all the schools get out, you know, of course, that's the high travel season is when school is out of session. So coming before or after that, there's still plenty to do. Our spring, late spring and fall, the weather is beautiful. There's plenty of hiking, plenty of activity. 
Um, in the spring, you've got the baby animals, so you've got the elk calving and that kind of thing in that early June time frame. Birding is very popular as well because those migrations are happening. You know, there is tons to do still in those kind of shoulder seasons. Um, in the fall, we have the elk rut. Um, and fall weekends are still very busy, so you'll want to plan ahead for that. Uh, but the weekdays are much quieter and there's more availability during those weekdays. So planning kind of around those busy seasons enables you to have, plan a little bit closer to your travel dates, but also you know have a little bit more leisurely um, attitude when it comes to, you know, where am I going to eat and what am I going to do? Um, not having to compete with as many guests. Special thanks to all the wonderful folks at Visit Estes Park. And thank you for being with us here today on the RMAP podcast on the Rocky Mountain Channel. We hope this episode was helpful in helping you plan your stay here in Estes. Be sure to check out part two of Planning the Perfect Mountain Getaway, where we cover what to expect so you know what to bring and how to pack. If you have more questions, you can go to visitestespark.com for more information on making your travel plans. Also, feel free to drop us a line here at info at rockymountainchannel.com. We'd be glad to connect with you on anything Estes Park and Rocky Mountain National Park. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and download the Rocky Mountain Channel app in the App Store, an all-encompassing video guide for visitors to the Estes Park and Rocky Mountain National Park area. Using built-in maps, users can find the nearest restaurants, shops, and local activities from wherever they are along with short, captivating videos about each business. You can find us at RockyMountainChannel.com. Thanks again for being here with us today on the RMAP Podcast on the Rocky Mountain Channel, where the skies are blue and the mountains are calling. Music for today's show provided courtesy of Jeff Van Dievender, Java Music. Music.